Hello again, great to have your company with me again. Over the last few weeks, we've been exploring the personality of Jesus, looking at some of the characteristics of Jesus uh, and to see how they were so attractive to children and especially to young people. Uh, and today I want to carry on this little series uh, and explore the fact that Jesus was so considerate, so kind, so loving. Uh, and uh, when we think about uh, those who are our friends, uh, some of our friends may be really uh, fun to be with, they may be a good storyteller, they may be easy to be with because you haven't got to worry about what you've got to say. Uh, I've got a friend just like that, that when I'm in his company it's wonderful because he just talks and talks and talks uh, and, is, and most of the stories are funny. He sees things from a bit left field uh, and therefore it's a new perspective on stuff and he's really fun to be with. But actually he's terrible at caring, you know, terrible at um, the, the, the intimate kind of personal stuff. Doesn't want to talk about uh, what's really going on. Um, just, wants, just wants to keep the fun. Um, and, and, he, and, he, and he's lovely and he's great, but uh, uh, would be very difficult if he was the only person you ever lived with. <laughs> and I'm sure he says similar things about me. Uh, uh, and the, the thing is we need people who we can connect with on the deepest level as well as the people we have fun with uh, and uh, I think often we put up our guards for various reasons uh, for uh, keeping things light especially us blokes we're terrible at it and we've got to get better uh, and to have people who uh, really care deeply and are willing to be vulnerable with you is a is such a treat but Jesus was uh, was, was considerate, he was kind, he was thoughtful about others. He wasn't just here about himself. It's amazing, isn't it? You read so much about the disciples not getting time after time after time who Jesus really was. Even when they know he's the Messiah, they don't really understand who he is because they have this preconceived idea of what the Messiah was gonna do, was gonna overthrow the Romans and uh, use, um, uh, forced to do so and they wanted to be part of the army of the Messiah and Jesus doesn't go what stop it you're being ridiculous and lose his temper or get angry with them as we would probably I would he's just patient and lets them deal with the things that they're coming up with and goes no it's not like that no no it's still not like that uh, and he's so patient with them uh, even after the resurrection, when he's appeared to the disciples, I love this story in John 20, where Jesus appears to Thomas. But first of all, Thomas is like, I won't believe it. I can't believe that someone who's dead is now risen from the dead unless I actually see them with my own eyes. Uh, and so he says in uh, chapter, uh, chapter 20, verse 24 onwards, Thomas, one of the twelve, was not one of the disciples when Jesus came with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we've seen the Lord, imagine, we've seen Jesus, he, we saw him die, but we've seen him since. And Thomas just says, well, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. It's almost like, how could I believe? Don't be so ridiculous, what are you guys on? Well, a week later, they're in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. 
Then he said to Thomas, Thomas, come, put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Now stop doubting and believe. Jesus didn't go, right, Thomas, you imbecile. You didn't understand it. You got cross with the others. You wouldn't believe them. Now, come on, let me prove that I'm real. Let me prove that I'm alive. He doesn't. You can just hear the kindness, the consideration in his voice, the love. When he just says, Thomas, put your fingers here. You said you needed to. Come on then. Come on then. And that's Jesus' love all over, isn't it? That gentleness. As we read in scriptures, he's always like, come on then. I can cope with your doubts. I can cope with the things you don't get. I love you. I love you. He's patient. He's patient with, with all those he encounters who don't meet him. It feels like the only time he gets a bit cross is his righteous anger with the religious leaders who pretend to be talking about his father when, they, when they're actually saying things that are so far removed. Uh, he's considerate that Mary and Martha invite him around for dinner, that they want to be in his company. And they realise that actually the more important thing is to be with him than to serve him. He shows his kindness, his care, his love. When, when Lazarus dies and he hears the news and Jesus wept because he'd lost his friend, even though he knew that he was about to bring him back uh, from the dead, he still wept because he loved him and he knew the pain that it was causing. Someone has defined uh, a best friend is someone who you would prefer to be stranded on a desert island with. That person who would keep you going. Well, Jesus is the best friend. And there's lots of stories, aren't there, of people like Terry Waite who were confined uh, to solitary confinement, being a hostage, um, and that, that he had the company of Jesus with him in, in that cell. And, and many people have shared uh, similar stories. Jesus loves us, uh, he's so kind, and it's attractive to young people. Taking these, these themes from this, this book, Personality of Jesus, written by Francis E. Clarke, uh, about 100 years ago, <laughs> and it's so relevant still. And he finishes this chapter on Jesus being considerate with, with this, and I wanna read it to you because it's so helpful. He says this, I do not believe, as some think, that young people are only attracted by boldness and overconfidence. I know that young people do not always show thoughtfulness to others, but I do believe they appreciate when they see people show love and gentleness towards others. Young people respect those that display quiet self-sacrifice. They admire the love that is long-suffering, the love that does not envy and the love that does not brag or pat itself on the back. They respect those who are patient in all things, believe in others, and they admire those who hope confidently in God. This is the kind of love that never fails. The Apostle Paul must have been looking in his master's wounded face when he wrote those words. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. We need to be compassionate with our young people. We need to be serving them. We need to be loving them. We need to be in relationship with them, not just doing stuff, not facilitating youth work, 
but loving each individual into a relationship with Jesus. Go for it.